I was meditating in, uh, in this last about knowing the enemy. And uh, I don't know if you like me, but I, I'm not too excited to know more things about the enemy. I'm more excited to know things about the Holy Spirit. <laughs> right? Uh, but Paul said... Yeah, she answered already. If you are in the war, one strategy to win in the war is to know your enemy. And if you don't know your enemy, you don't know their strength, their strategies, or their, their weapons, or their weakness. You need to know your enemy. Then um, I was remembering uh, Jesus, um, actually, in the lesson, I'm skipping already here uh, a page, but that's okay. Jesus, um, the, in the, the second page, in the part number two, uh, and um, said what the Bible says about our enemy, Satan, there is um, 25 times of the 29 times that the Bible, the New Testament, talk about the enemy was Jesus was talking about. Then Jesus mentioned 25 times the enemy in 29 times of the New Testament. That means Jesus, he talked about the enemy. He, he revealed uh, the enemy to his disciples understand. Then I was convinced, I said, okay, Jesus, then I will, I, will, I will meditate, I will study a little more on this. Uh, I was three days talking with the Lord about this. And, uh, but in the reality, like I said in the, in the beginning, if you don't know your enemy, uh, you can um, be, um, you can lose opportunity to win the war. Um, I won't just mention Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3. Um, every time when you want to study something new, one way to study is to look for the first time there was mentioned in the Bible. For example, you study about grace. The first time it was mentioned in the Bible was when God talked with Noah, called he's a gracious man, and gave grace to him. Actually, the word Noah, Noah means grace, means uh, rest. That was the first time. When you, when you, when you study a, a new subject, uh, you study the first time was mentioned the Bible. Normally, that is the pattern they go and out the Bible uh, when that first mention. The first time it was mentioned the enemy in the Bible was in the time of the temptation when he tempted Adam and Eve. And the strategy of the enemy used there, it wasn't straight to himself to destroy the man. But he set up the man in a such a failing situation where the man destroyed himself. Because the man has the authority to reign on earth. And the devil deceived the man by telling him that he wasn't what he thought that he was. The devil said to the man and to Eve, if you eat of this, you be like God. But in reality, the man already was like God. 
And then the, the, the man started thinking, okay, I won't be like God. And then he fell. If In our study, I probably uh, I'm not reading out the, the text because there's a lot of information, but I will mention some of the main points in the study. The enemy, he fell because he wanted to be more than God. He wanted to be in the place of God, the, his pride. And he tempts the Adam, his identity. The enemy tempts the Adam identity. And, and he, he fell on that. And then in Matthew chapter 4, the Bible said he came and tempted the second Adam. Who is the second Adam? Jesus. Jesus is the second Adam. The man, the first man, Adam, fell. The second Adam, what's the devil came and tempted? Jesus, if you are the son of man, transform the rocks and bread. If you are the son of a God, jump. If you are, he was questioned Jesus' identity. The same thing that he did in Genesis, he did in, uh, in, in uh, Matthew. Uh, when he tempts you, one of the main things that he would do is to try to make you don't believe in your identity, who God told you that you are. Because when Jesus was at the water baptism, what God said about Jesus? Remember when Jesus was coming out of the water? This is my son. I'm well pleased. What's the devil tent? If you are the son of God, when God created man, God said, man, you reign in, upon everything. He was created like me, my image, and my likeness. The devil came and tempted him. You are not like God. But God told, I created you my likeness, my image. But the devil tempted his identity. The pattern, if you see, the devil will use the same strategy to try to destroy us also. Then when you know the enemy, what's the armor, the, the weapons that he used before he would try use against you? Then the importance is to understand, biblically speak, what the Bible talks about the enemy, that when the devil came upon you, tempt you, or attack you, you identify and you can choose the right answer. Like Adam chose the wrong answer. Jesus chose the right answer. And Jesus won, winning, we will win by the word, right? He answered by the word of God. And that is the way that we can prevail against the enemy. Amen? Um, okay, this is the introduction, so you... Uh, you don't have that in your paper. I just mentioned that for you. You can study by yourself. It's not in your paper. In your paper, in the page number two, there is a question. Who is the enemy? And uh, one thing that is important to understand, the enemy is not compared with God. The enemy is not the same level with God. God is not fighting against the devil. Because if God is fighting against the devil, the devil is in the same level with God. The devil is here. God is there. God is sovereign. 
the, the God is not in the imminent to lose his throne. If the devil is fighting with God, God could lose his position of sovereign anytime. But God, there's no chance, there's no possibility that God lose his place of sovereign. Then the devil is not fighting straight with God. Like sometimes you see the picture, like the, 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 the devil one side, God the other side. No. The devil will fight against angels or against the church. The Bible said one time when uh, Archangel um, Michael, uh, that's in Jude, the book of Jude, chapter 9, um, when Michael was talking about the body uh, of, of Moses, and um, the Bible said, let me read it for you, Mark, uh, Jude, chapter, uh, verse, uh, it's just one chapter, it's verse 9. Um, when what did Mike talk about the devil? Let me just find my Bible here. Jude is the one book before the last one of the Bible. Verse number nine. Let me see if I'm correct. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am. But even the archangel Michael, when he was disputing, disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, did not himself dare to condemn him for slander, but said, the Lord rebuke you. There is a, there's no scripture that say that the devil is an archangel, but there are some moments where people study more about this, they compare the level where the devil was in heaven was the level of archangel because when he fell he fell with the third part he deceived a third part of the angels one 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 you say one third, third. One third thank you of the angels that became demons mm -hmm. uh, that means he has a lot of influence up there mm -hmm. but he's not there anymore um, then but again going back to my main point he's not comparable with God. He's not in the same level with God. Amen? Amen. Um, B. Satan is a creature of God. Satan has, has a beginning like, like any animal or any angels that was created by God. It's not like, like God. He didn't have a beginning and no end. The devil, he start existing one moment when God created him as an angel. He is not everywhere. He's not, he's not um, omnipresent. Like God is in everywhere at the same moment. The devil can stay, can be in one place only. The, his other place, other evil spirit can be, but the devil is limited. Yeah. He cannot be everywhere. Then it's like an angel. Angel cannot be everywhere. Angel can be just one place. He does not know everything. There is a there is a familiar spirit. One way to to put the familiar spirit. They they study families and they sometimes they even pass from one family to another. They know information about the family, but the devil don't know everything like God. Then. We understand our enemy has a lot of limitations. 
sometimes we give it too much credit for him, too much power for him. He is not what he say that he is. He is limited. Hallelujah. Our God is unlimited. He is not all powerful. Like I told you, he has limits. He is invisible. Um, like many angels, they became, how do you say, materialized? Materialized. Materialized. <laughs> She's came first time in the class today. In this class, I learned English. <laughs> they teach me English. <laughs> and you guys learned the, the, the scriptures. <laughs> we we do an exchange. <laughs> Actually, not just in this class, any, any meeting. <laughs> Nobody's learning. Uh, the, the angels, they appear to, Moses, to, to, to Abraham in Genesis chapter um 19 verse 1 and verse 10 when the angel are talking about the destruction of Sodoma and Gomorrah uh, and they they appear to law the nephew of uh, of uh, Abraham and they appear in the form of a man that angels can appear as a person to you you can entertain angels not knowing that they are angels. Anybody has experience or, or po see a possibility that is? There was an angel? Huh? I ha you have? You want to share? Uh, yeah. come, come here, come here. We're in the microphone here. Too. I can speak up. Hmm? Okay, speak loud then. So yeah, I was, it was back in Africa. I must have been like 12. We lived in a, like a gated community with, you know, with uh, yards and all that. And uh, the guy came knocking at the door one day. I opened the door, and he looked like a, a homeless, a homeless person. And he said, uh, he asked, he said, hey, can I get some food? I'm hungry. And I was like, all right. So I went in the kitchen. I asked. We had like, you know, the cooks are made, and I asked the, the cook to fix a plate real quick. And I got the plate and I went and gave it to the, I went outside and I gave the, the plate to the guy. And so I went back inside because I wanted to give him some privacy. And when I came back like a few minutes later, it was like some Cinderella story. Like he had, he was gone, the plate was there and he left his uh, sandal, <laughs> right? And I was like, so I, I ran around looking for him. I went out to the gate and asked the guard, hey, did you, have, did you see, I described the person, he was like, Nah, no one, no one, you know, we didn't see anybody like this come through here. And I was like, what? And I knew after, you know, after a few years, I always knew, I always felt like that was an angel. Mm -hmm. I, I know in my heart he was an angel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. There is. Yeah, that's interesting. There is many stories, many um, pastors or missionaries. That there's one story in Rio de Janeiro. This pastor um, was going to a village uh, doing church, but he, the place that he was doing was more like heavy because there was a lot of drugs and 
heavy situation, and um, and and he was passing by this street, and there was a, a gang, a group of people that was trying to, um, I would say, assault, uh, to assault, to take his money out, and um, and they they was waiting for him, and and he, and he was passing by. And, and he passed by. He saw these people, a little stranger, and but they was watching, looking him straight. But they never really attacked him. And he passed and went to his home. A uh, couple of weeks later, one of the guy went to church and and uh, and decided for Jesus and started follow Jesus. Later on, in conversation with the pastor, he said to the pastor. Um, where is these people that you always has with you? Um, do you have like a special uh, security people that walk with you all the time? And the pastor said, no, I, I, the people in the church are only here. No, no, no. I, I started coming to the church. I don't see these people now, but uh, every time when you pass by, he told the story. And we was one specific occasion that we were planning to assault you. And uh, we saw all the soldiers with you, and uh, and we said we cannot attack him. There's too many soldiers near to him. And how always when you came, you came with soldiers in both sides of you. It was marching. There was marching. Boom, boom. And we we was afraid. Never attack you because the soldiers. <laughs> God allowed the the unbelievers to see in the spirit. You know when when when. Uh, the prophet, you talk about Elijah, he, he prayed for his servant to his eyes be opened, and he saw um, the army of God that was around uh, of, of the, the prophet. Um, again, there is angels. The enemy can try to manifest even physically, uh, but God is sending his angels in our favor. Amen? Amen. Um, Point two is, we, I, I shared about this before, lesson before, is, is don't put the devil in one stream that he don't exist or the another stream that he's all-powerful. If, he, if you don't acknowledge that he exists, he'll be happy with you. Or if you put too much power, everything is the enemy, everything that happened with you is the enemy, he'll be happy with you then we need to understand who he, he really is, but, but he's real. He's re the army, the spiritual army, the war is real. We need to be aware that it's a spiritual war going on in our lives, in our family, and we need to be aware. And Jesus um, is the main one to teach about this. He explained. I will not go and uh, read Albert Ezekiel, 28. Later I'll go that and and uh, he described and in uh, using the picture of the king the uh, how the the enemy he fell from 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 the kingdom of God and uh, one the some characters they say that he was created not born. This king they talk about is refer um, is not for the king. Of, Tyro, 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 but was a, a picture of the enemy because he was not born, he was created. 
He was an angel of the Most High God, a cherubim. He was in the Eden, and he was in the holy mountain of God. Then, when the Ezekiel is talking about, he's not talking about the natural king, he's talking about this spiritual being. And later we'll talk a little more about this. Now let's study some of the names that the Bible talk, the names of the enemy. And as you study the names of the enemy, you can find out also his weakness um, and, and, and who he is, how the Bible describes who he is. The Bible tells he's the devil. It's not a proper name, but a title that means tenter. Uh, the Bible said that he tent Jesus. Um, I will just mention some of these, these names here. Um, uh, let's, let's do it this way. I'll give it to you like three minutes. So you look in all the names, and then you will help me to uh, any name that bring curiosity for you, or, or you want to make a point, uh, or you want to uh, feel something interesting about the name, uh, because it's a lot, uh, then I can, I can try to explain to you. Let's um, give it to you two, three minutes. Just you go through, it's, a, it's about 20 names or more. Just give a look. Just read, start reading one scripture for you. That's in John 14 12, actually 14 30, and Bible said, I will not say much more to you for the prince of this world. Is coming. He has no hold over me. That's Jesus talk about the enemy. He called him the the ruler of this world, but he has no hold on Jesus. Um, the enemy he tried to rule, but he has again limitation. He has nothing in Jesus. Even the enemy tried to rule this world. We don't need to give a food space, food home to the enemy in our lives. We can be completely free from any influence of the darkness. He is enemy, but he don't need has access in our life. Any any one name that you like me to explain, or you like to make the point, or brought attention for you? Any of the names? Then I will go some specifically only one. If you if you have some question. Or point to make. <laughs> Nobody will say nothing. <laughs> I think I've heard a lot, a lot of these. The only one I really didn't uh, know is 
Okay, page 148. The third one, the third one down. Ap Apidon or Apollyon. That's in Revelation 9, actually, verses there, verse 11. They have a king over them, the angel of a bloodless pit. His name is, in Hebrew, is Abdon, and in Greek, is called Apollyon. Um, these two words, the first in the Hebrews and the second in Greek, simply means destroyer. Um, actually, this the explanation is in the Bible verse, actually, this, this one here, um, about the, they are using the, actually, John is explaining in, to, in the vision that he has um, this, it's a complicated name, actually, <laughs> but the, the means is destroyer. Uh, it's, it's like John 10, 10, Jesus explained the enemy, he said he came to kill to steal and to destroy. This is one that thinks that he does is trying to destroy. Um, one thing the the interesting here the sec first Timothy five uh, fourteen and then first Peter that's the, the first page there, talk about the, the enemy, the enemy. I like this Bible verse, um, special Peter, what page are you on? Uh, the 147, when talk about the, the, the word enemy, enemy, 147, I'm, I'm saying correctly, enemy, First uh, Timothy 5, 14, First Peter five fourteen. Let me just read here. Actually, First Timothy five fourteen. Um, he he said this way. So I counsel young widows to marry, to don't to have children, to manage their homes, and to give to give the enemy no opportunity for slander. Then he talk about the age for the, the woman to be widow, and he said that they shouldn't give opportunity for the enemy, or what means even even they was Christian, they was believers, but they could give opportunity to the enemy to attack them. But then first Peter, the same, there five, uh, five verse eight, this verse helped me a lot in my ministry. I use this many times for my personal life, and for ministry, First Peter 5, 8, be alert and sober mind, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a rolling lion, looking for someone to devour. Uh, you see a lot of limitation the enemy. First of all, he's not near, he's far, Try uh, in around near to you is the angel of the Lord. I can't around near you. The enemy is is far away from you. But the Bible said, "Be alert, be sober, mind." Your enemy, the devil, prowls or like like he tried to present himself like a lion. He's not a lion, but like a lion. 
that to see his weakness again, he tried to deceive. She looks like he has all power. But he's looking for someone or for opportunity. That means he has limitation. If there's no door open, he cannot uh, attack or cannot destroy the person or hit the person. Then, again, we have uh, so much protection in the Lord, but in the same moment, we need to be alert. We don't give uh, um, foot rope to the enemy. We don't give it, uh, we don't play, uh, we don't. Seeing disobedience is a great doors to the enemy. Yeah. And the person being seen or in disobedience, rebellion, um, things like that, uh, idolatry, you open a lot of doors of pride, things like that, open doors to the enemy too. But if we be alert, we are protected. Amen? Um, let's read also about the prince of the demons. The second one, after that, the next one in Matthew 12, 24. Matthew 12, 24. Matthew 12, the, the principle of the demons. Um, isn't, I like this Bible verse because uh, it helps to understand uh, 12, 24. Matthew 12, 24. But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, It is only by Beelzebub, the prince of demons, that this fellow drives out demons. And, um, and Jesus answered, Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. If Satan drives out Satan, he's divided against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? It's interesting that Jesus explained to the, to the religion people, because they was accusing Jesus, Jesus cast out demons. Jesus has the ministry of deliverance. Jesus has, he delivered a lot of people. And, he, and it's very clear in the scripture when he faced people we've possessed and he delivered them. And this ministry is upon us, actually. The church today is the one that said, go in my name, cast out evil spirit. This is upon the church. The ministry was in Jesus, it's in us to deliver people and, uh, in the name of Jesus. But, but they accused Jesus that he was uh, cast the evil spirit by the prince of, of the demons. And then Jesus said, no, how, how can be that? Because if the devil, the Satan is cast out, Satan, they are divided house. Divided house cannot sustain. There's a lot of principles there. Because Jesus also talked about unity. Uh, because in, in, in the church, in the family, if we are united, we will stand, we will be, but if we are divided, we cannot stand. Because he, Jesus, used the principle, the kingdom, any kingdom they are divided, any house they are divided, they cannot sustain. And, and, uh, and he say here, that he is saying to them that I'm not cast out the demons by, by, by the evil spirit. He is cast out the demon by his own authority, the authority God gave it to him. Let me just show you one scripture that I really, really love. Is Acts chapter 10, verse 39, 30, 30, 10. Come on, my cell phone works. Acts 10, 38, if I'm not wrong. My, it's not in your paper. 
Tá bom. É, chapter 10, verse 38. Yes. Acts 10, 38. This Bible verse is powerful. It's amazing. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power and how he went around doing good, healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. And you see, this is so powerful. <laughs> so amazing. The, the Bible said that God anointed Jesus with power, with the Holy Spirit, and who was doing well, doing good things, and healing people that was under the devil's oppression. Jesus was doing amazing things. And God has anointed Jesus for that. Let me show one more. Hallelujah. I'm starting to be excited, guys. I start liking the class now. Uh, yeah. First, first John 3, verse 8. The one who does not what is sinful is of the devil. Because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. First John 3.8. First John 3.8. It's not there. I just, just went there. First John 3.8. Uh, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah. Woo. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We are, we have a, a Lord that, that came to expose the weakness of the enemy to, to destroy in, 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 uh, in Colossians when he said he exposed the principality, the powers. He exposed publicly. Do you know the Paul's mindset when he was telling that story? He's using analogy of kingdoms. When the kingdom conquer another kingdom, he go to that kingdom and conquer and won the war. He take out the princes, out the, the lords, out the big authorities and the king, and came and bring to his own kingdom. And when the arm come, these other people come, everyone with like a um, what's to say, like shackles, like limited shackles and, and, and they are exposed publicly that they lost the war and now they are exposed for this kingdom that that king lost to this king now he's a slave of this king and all that he has before he need to give it back to this other king when Paul said Jesus went exposed publicly Hallelujah, he spoke publicly. He did a, a, a event because he won. When Jesus came from the, 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 the grave in the third day, he rose and he said, I have all the power now. All the power is given to me. The power was lost, was given to the Satan because Adam gave it to Satan. But Jesus said, I have all the keys in my hand. I have all the power in heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Probably he said hallelujah, I don't know. <laughs> Amen? That's our Jesus. When he stood about the enemy, the enemy was destroyed. The enemy was lost. And we have the victory in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Ooh. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen? We studied the enemy to expose him publicly that he lost. He lost. And we won because we're in Jesus' team. Amen? Amen? Yeah. He's a father of lie. The page 148. I will, I'll read this one. This is a good one too. You, uh, you, uh, Jesus talk about the, the religion guys again. Page 148. The father of lies. Jesus called him in this title in John 8.44. You are of your father... <laughs> The devil, imagine Jesus. Jesus is strong, man. Imagine Jesus is talking with the, the religious and you are of your father, the devil. That's strong. He said that to the religion people. My goodness. You uh, and your will is to your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. When he lies, be he speak out of his own character. For he is a liar and the father of lies. Do you know, the devil cannot speak the truth. He not just choose to speak the lie. He cannot speak the truth. Because there is no truth in him. He cannot say nothing good. He cannot say nothing true because there's no true in him. He's a liar. And that's the reason he, when he tried to, to say a lot of things in your mind, suggesting a lot of things, just, just going opposite what he's saying. Because he, he's saying what he's saying is a lie. Uh, if if he, the, the devil say to somebody, say, I will destroy you. I will destroy your health. I will destroy your marriage. I will destroy your... If he says something like that, that means that he cannot. Because if he could, he would not tell you. He would go dead and destroy it. If he's telling you, it's because he cannot do it. Why he would tell you if he could? If he's saying that he will do something bad for you, He's just trying to open the door for you believing in him, for you giving an opportunity for him, because he cannot. So I, will, I, will, I will hurt you. You will not. You're a liar. You cannot say it true. What you say is not the truth. But if you give it credit for him, and if you start give attention for his lie, then he can create a hole, a strong hole in your mind. You start believing that process. For example, he can try to destroy your identity and speak a lie about who you are. Then, yeah, if I was like the other person, and then another day, another lie about who you are. Yeah, I really, I really don't remember things. I really, oh, I really don't. Oh, yes. And he start believing and negatively about your identity. He can create a stronghold 
and your identity have a, a wrong image of who really you are. But it's a liar. A lie, he's saying. You are just giving credit to the lie. That's Jesus saying. He is the father of a lie. That's what he did for Adam in the beginning, remember? That's what he did for Jesus. But Jesus did not fail in his life. The Adam fell in his life. Oh, I want to be like God. And he fell. And he became like a sinner. <laughs> not like God. Amen? Our Jesus is powerful. And, and Jesus said, and uh, said, I give you the truth, and my truth set you free. If you know the truth, the truth set you free. Jesus said, I am the truth. Oh, the devil is the liar. Jesus said, I am the truth. He don't have a truth in him, but I am the truth. Oh, hallelujah. Believe in the right things, you are believing in Jesus, <laughs> because you believe in the truth. Amen? Okay, let's move on for the next point. Um, the devil, I like this point number four. The fell fall of the Lucifer. If, you know, the, the word Lucifer actually is not in the Bible specifically. Um, and I'm going to just read it here. First Timothy um, 1, uh, 3, verse 6. First Timothy 3, verse 6. He must not be a recent convert or he may become conceived or proud and fall under the same judgment of the devil. The, the Bible said about putting leaders in power. So don't put an immature person so he don't become prideful and fell in judgment like the devil. Like again, for us as a believers, pride, proud, is a big temptation, is a big deal. Pride can make us fall in judgment can make us fail, then let's keep our heart humble. And again, if you think that you are humble, you need to probably pray about that. Because normally when we are think that we think we are humble, probably we are not. Most of the time we are not. <laughs> then when you say, I need to humble myself, I needed to, to humiliate myself in God's presence. Probably you are in the place of humbleness. Then, then uh, because, it, I'm not saying it's impossible, because Moses said, I am one more humble person in the world. Mo Moses said, <laughs> actually, Jesus said, I'm humble of heart. Jesus said that too. And, and Matthew 11. Uh, 28, learn from me because I'm humble of heart. We can be humble. You can consider yourself humble, but be careful to when you think that you are humble. Most of the time that no people that think they are humble is because they are not. They are, they are, they, are, they, they want to show her humbleness. They show their amazing people that normally their, the pride is hiding in their, in their soul. I remember one time I was preaching so good and I preaching all week long, different places, and uh, uh, Jennifer Noam, Herman Clay, and uh, I went to her house Sunday Sunday night after the four weeks I had preaching everywhere. I went to her house and started talking about, I preach this, I preach that, wow, God used me. And she looked to me, if you don't fail from this stage, the Lord will destroy you from this stage. She said, what are you talking about? And she was like a really man for me. She said, there's a problem in your heart. 
You're proud. Pride. You're pride by your teaching. So I'm not. <laughs> She's like really like a mother. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm humble. <laughs> I went home, went to pray. I'm, I'm preaching, you guys, but I love the Lord. <laughs> I, I went home, went pray to the Lord. Said, yeah, you, you need to humble yourself, my son. <laughs> okay, I went back to her, confess my sin. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when you think that you are, probably you are not. Even when God is using you. Even when you are doing the right thing. Because we, normally we are proud of something good. We're not proud of something bad. When you something bad you did, you feel humiliation. You don't feel good. But normally pride comes from good things that we are doing. Mm-hmm. Then we need to be careful. Yeah. Because then you fell because you has pride in his heart. Um, let me just, just read here. Um, the Based in Isaiah 14, he said, I will... He, that's the, 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 the problem, the enemy, what he, he was in his mind. He said, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will set on the mount of assembly. I will ascend above the highs in the clouds. I will make myself like a most high. He, he needed to go, <laughs> right? He, he, that, was, that was his temptation. What was the result of his sin? He was banned from heaven, corruption of his character, power distortions, destined to abyss, to the the lake of fire, Uh, a meaningless heavenly rank. He lost his position Um, and he is going to be thrown in the lake of fire. Um, I, I read already Jude 1, 4, 9 um, the enemy uh, is actually already condemned because Jesus already overcome him at the cross the only reason that we have authority over the devil is because Jesus won the war and gave it to us his name and now we exercise the power of the name of Jesus Amen. We we don't need to win, fight with the devil to win. We need to to force what Jesus already has conquered. We need to apply the victory of Jesus Christ. But this destruction of the devil is not just now. He'll be destroyed, banned, removed forever, mm-hmm. and all his his angels. That's the demons. Um, Let me just jump to the point six, the next page, and um, let me read some some scripture here. Point six: the dominion of the devil, the evil one. The, the, then he will say to those of his left, "Depart from me." You curse into the eternal fire, prepare for the devil and his angels. God did not prepare the eternal fire for man. Wasn't God's intent never to send man to hell, to, to the fire. Actually, the place of fire 
was prepared to the evil spirits. The man will be sent that same place, but the Bible said it was prepared for the evils, evil spirit. In Revelation 12, 9, and the great dragon was thrown down the ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of a whole world. He was thrown down to the earth and his angels was thrown down with him. The, the devil, again, when the final war, he will lose to the angels of God and he'll be thrown down without his angels. He always is going low, low, and low, and low, and low, and down the final end. <laughs> Amen? Uh, again, we are studying the victory God gave it to us, but we need to be alert because he's still working. And, and first, uh, Second Corinthians 4, 4 said, if they, their case, case the God of this world has blinded, the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. The devil tried to keep people from receiving the revelation of the gospel. Again, in opposite, you can say the revelation of the gospel, the light of the gospel, cast out the darkness, cast out the devil. When the gospel is arriving, the devil is leaving. When the gospel, but we need to pray so God open the eyes of the unbelievers so they can receive the light of the gospel. You see, Paul, Paul was fighting for a wrong reason. He was giving himself for the religion, for the law, and then Jesus appeared to him, and actually he became blind because the light, but later on, when Ananias prayed for him, his eyes was open, he was healed, and he received the baptism of the water, and the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and he became the Apostle Paul. God transformed completely a man that was walking in darkness, to walk in the fullness of the light of God, and he shared the gospel with so many people, so many cities, so many nations. Then the gospel has the power to broke the power, to destroy the power of the darkness in the mind of the people and the mind of the unbelievers and set them free and they become God's instruments. That we needed to share the gospel. We need to share the good news. We need to share the love of God because death is a warfare. You will make the darkness fly, run away because the light of the gospel. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to just finish with the, the first, first John 5, 19. First John 5, 19. Is the last Bible verse in your page, 150. First John 5, 18. I... Really like this Bible verse. We know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. The one who has was born of God keeps them safe, and the evil one cannot arm them. Cannot arm them. 
the, the, if you are born of God, not living the sin anymore, the evil one cannot harm you, cannot, cannot touch you. Let me give you one more scripture. Uh, this scripture I use a lot in my ministry early in Brazil. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Then I can do questions and answers after this. Luke 10, 19. And then we pray. Luke 10, 19. Hallelujah. This is after the disciples went to pray for people, share the gospel. They come back to Jesus and, and they said to Jesus, Jesus, Lord, verse 17, said, even the demons submit to us in your name. The verse 17, Luke 10, 17 said, he, they was, they was shocked. The disciples didn't know how powerful, how much the authority Jesus has given to them. Because they want to prepare the way for Jesus, to Jesus going the village to village. And he said, Jesus, even the evil spirit obey us. We were surprised. We were praying for somebody sick. And the evil manifest and the evils come, come out. Like he said, wow. <laughs> I love this. And Jesus said, I, I saw Satan fell like lightning from heaven. I don't know exactly interpretation. This text can be both ways. can be when they were praying for the people and Jesus saw the devil losing power. Or it can be literally when Jesus was in heaven and the devil was trying to take the place and God take, take him out. Probably that's the one. <laughs> I like that one. Jesus in heaven and the devil was cast out from heaven. Jesus said, I saw he fell like lightning from heaven. Jesus was there that day too. <laughs> but the point of the, the verse I want to read actually is the 19. <laughs> That's the good part. Even better. I have given you authority to trump on snakes and scorpions. It says uh, pictures of a kind of evil spirit. To overcome all the power of the enemy, and nothing will harm you. Again, another promise that protection. Hallelujah. We have protection. The devil is afraid of you. Amen. You are like a policeman. Where you go, the people they are robbed, stealing, they are afraid because you have a you have a power and you have authority. You know the power, the policeman power is their gun. That's power. But they have authority. They have the, the, the how you say, the badge. That's the authority. They have the power, but they have authority. We have the power of the name of Jesus. And we are sons of God. We are children of Almighty God. We have the Holy Spirit in us. We have authority. Woo! Come on, Jesus. Amen? And the devil cannot harm you, cannot hurt you. Yeah. He will try, but he cannot. Amen. You have angels around of you. Okay. Hallelujah. I remember I was training one man to how to cast out them, deal evil spirit from people. And I was learning too, but I was learning teaching. And I remember this first came, I think I told this story. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a dramatic story, actually. This, the, the people came to the church to ask to the pastor to pray. The pastor was finished the service. I was the kind of assistant. 
there was no name, the assistant, but also the helper. And <laughs> and, and, and the, the pastor said, Joseph, can you go there and pray for the person? And he didn't know what was going on. The person in Wells just knew the person needed prayer. There was something wrong. I said, yes, yeah, I, I can go. And it was like later, like 9 p.m., 9.30 p.m., the service was finished. And I was leaving, and I said, I, would, I need to take somebody with me. And I take a, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, I forget his name. And I invited, I invited him to go with me. And, and we went to pray for this person. When we arrived there, there's a woman, and she was even possessed. And, and people was like, we, we walk in the, like, a little village. There was no light, so dark. It was like just the moonlight was a little like a creek. <laughs> and we went there, and she was outside. She was outside possessed. And everybody was far away from her in the house, afraid to come near to her. So ah, she was screaming there. And they came. And I was, uh, was my 19, 19 years old, something like this. I was very young. And, and, and they have a lot of experience. And I came with a Plinio. His name is Plinio. Today he's a pastor. He's, a, he's, a, he's an amazing man. And, 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 and he was, was with me. And he never, never has cast out the demon for nobody. Never has delivered nobody. And I have done a couple of times before. But not many. And, and we went there. And then this person, the family, brought us near to this woman. She was on this tree by herself. And we went there. She has a machete. Machete? Machete? Machete in her hand. I was like, what? I told you, it's like a creep star. <laughs> and, and she had machete in her head. And she, she, she was trying to hurt herself. And we came with Plinio. Plinio was, was mature, more mature, more. Uh, uh, he, he was like his 30s, something, 35. I was, was very a boy. And, and he came, we came together. And we grabbed the machete. I gave it to him. And, and he took the machete, throw away. And, and this woman, then we came and grabbed her and started praying for her in Jesus' name. Oh, God bless. Da, da, da. And then I looked at him, and he, he was a little afraid. He was like like a little far away. I said, Plinio, come here and pray for her. <laughs> I told you that I don't know what I did because I'm like, I get a boy. Go pray, pray for her. And, 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 and he, he was afraid to come near to her. He was like, um, in Jesus, he was, he said, in Jesus' name, be free. And the woman was free. Immediately free. He was shocked. I was shocked too. <laughs> because I was already praying for her. She, he just, and, and I didn't know later on, God gave amazing ministry of deliverance for this man. He's a pastor today. I remember one time, then later on I became pastor. He became pastor. And he came to preach in my church. And, and he was in the congregation. filled with people. And the glory of God came. And he started praying. And healing over you. And deliverance. And a person manifests evil spirit in the church. Like, oh! he, said, I, he said from the book, I command you out. And the person was free. Like he became so much authority in the spirit. Amazing, amazing. That's today he's amazing, man. They go there, I see him off. God has empowered us. Uh, even the disciples are surprised. I have surprised so many different times. 
and, and it has empowered us. We have the authority and we have the protection of the name of Jesus. We will declare protection over you, protection of your family, protection of your children, your husband, your wife. I declare protection of your grandchildren right now. I release the angels by faith, by the name of Jesus. We declare right now our, your blood, the blood of Jesus upon our family, the blood of Jesus upon everything we touch, Lord, the small groups, the group of the women's event, Lord, the ministry. We declare protection over the people in our family. They are in the school. They are driving. The people, they are on vacation. We declare divine protection from any kind of darkness, Lord. We declare by the name of Jesus, broke every curse. By the name of Jesus, every attack of the darkness against their mind, against their soul, against their thoughts, against their, their health. By declare now protection and healing because the name that is above our name is the name that you gave it to us. It's the name that has the power to protect us, Lord. And thank you, Lord, because you gave us authority, Lord. You send it to us. You send us, Lord, in your name, Lord. And I declare, Lord, you are blessed upon your people, the empowerment of your Holy Spirit, Lord, that we can grow in your presence, Lord, so we can fight for your kingdom, Lord, so we can see people be set free. We declare that the people in our family and our friends, they are unbelievers. We declare their mind be open, their eyes be open, so that the glory of the gospel be manifest upon their lives, Father. By the name of Jesus, we declare blessings in Jesus' name for your glory. Father, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, the Makashon de Rebona Mana Shuria Banaya, Shuria Banderebo, Shuria Banaya, Andere Shuria Banaya. Lord, I pray for you close any doors in our life, Lord, any door the enemy was trying to attack, any spirit, the accusation, the condemnation, every door of sin, I declare your forgiveness in Jesus' name, I declare forgiveness by the blood of Jesus, for when we confess, you are faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from our unrighteousness. I declare your children in this room, I declare your church, I declare global church, I declare your people cleansed from our unrighteousness because of the blood of Jesus. I declare they are innocent because of Jesus. They are pure because of Jesus. They are new creation because of Jesus. They are your children because of Jesus. It's because of Jesus that we are blessed and protected. It's because of Jesus that we are in your kingdom, in your family. It's because of Jesus that you gave it to us authority. And I declare, Lord, how the doors is closing now. By the name of Jesus, we declare, Lord, everything that was allowed the enemy to act in our life to be broke by the name of Jesus. And we declare protection, protection, hallelujah. Lord, you are the one that sent angels, Lord. Send angels in our way, Lord. Even we can see even physically, Lord. You are the one sending angels. Increase the army, Lord, upon your people. Increase the army upon your church, hallelujah. Oh, you are the real lion, Lord. You are the lion of the tribe. Judah, we declare empowerment of your Holy Spirit, Father, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, thank you for your grace, for your blessing, for your victory, Father, hallelujah, hallelujah, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen, and amen, amen. amen.
Hallelujah. Ooh, God is so good. We are blessed and we're going to bless in Jesus' name. Thank you for coming. Next week, there is more. Yeah. Sunday, there is more. Yeah. Monday.